Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're Booksmen. The Booksmen are back. The Books boys are back in town. Are ba- we're are back in the- cracked the spines back in business, you're going to say? Uh, I was going to say back in the borough. Back in the bookselling business. <laughs> well, we're not in the bookselling business. But Tim, Tom, I went aren't to a, we, though? I went to a new bookstore recently when I went to see Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. I almost said Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. I fucking wish. Um, yeah. uh, I really enjoy that the only time that you'll stop at a bookstore is on the way to, <laughs> to a to Spider-Man a, movie. <laughs> to a Spider-Man movie. No, because I saw it at uh, Alamo Draft House, and I hadn't been to Alamo uh, since... They'd opened a uh, McNally Jackson. Yeah, that's a good one. I was going to say uh, multiple Rand McNally. (laughs) Uh, Rand McNally Jackson. That's like a before and after clue on uh, Wheel of Fortune. It would be. We should write. We should send that into them. (laughs) Yeah. See if we can make some money. Uh, That's where most of my income comes. Uh, <laughs> sending, sending uh, puzzle ideas to Wheel of Fortune. Uh, but yeah, this uh, Mc- have you been? Yeah, many times. Oh, oh. I mean, I live kind of near there. Yeah, so you I, live closer. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a really nice bookstore. It's huge. I mean, for like a Brooklyn bookstore, it's very big. Yeah, and it's in like a mall, and like you wouldn't expect it to be like yeah, uh, have a whole second floor with. But many sections up there. But that's a weird mall. It's like kind of a mall, but not really a mall. Uh, it's an indoor situation. It doesn't have any. There's a lot ants. of different stores. Yeah, is something it's got a really of, a mall? The food if it court is have pretty good down there, though. Hmm. Did you did you partake in any of the the food from the? No, uh, I've walked by the food court on my way to the Trader Joe's. In the basement mm. there. I mean, the fact that there's a Trader Joe's inside of it, it's like, how can a mall have a supermarket inside of it? And a Target. And a Target. Well, a mall can have a Target inside of it. I feel like that that could be the new the new Macy's, yeah. the new JC Penny's. Uh, I just call it Pennies, Tom. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm I'm headed over to Pennies. I forgot about that uh, that there's a Target there, and I still go to that Target in uh, Atlantic Center, which is like um, a hell on earth. <laughs> it's crazy because they're like less than a half mile away from each other, and mm-hmm. one of them is the nicest Target you've ever been <laughs> in your whole life, and one of them is literally like hell. <laughs> yeah, everything's picked over. Everything's on the floor. The but yeah. the store's always like I don't know a quarter stocked like there's a lot of empty shelves but it's always <laughs> packed it's always crazy yeah you can just walk three minutes to the nicest <laughs> yeah <laughs> the yeah nicest I mean all the prices are the same like it's yeah. Target anyway that's a quick review of malls yeah malls uh, we've you been like, to you like the other Target because it's near a Best Buy. Tim, you've gone to that Best Buy more than I have. That Best Buy also <laughs> sucks shit. Like, that Best Buy, I'm always afraid there's going to be uh, uh, an attack in there. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> Why? From, one of, know, from the, one of the employees, from one of the geeks? No, I just feel like there's always some some disturbed looking like trench coat mafia guy um, on the... On the escalator whenever I'm there. Those are and he's just, always just going probably just to buy the new video game or whatever. Those are just uh, Matrix cosplayers, Tim. 
Yeah, well, I'm interpreting. I had a dream that mm. I went to a movie, Tom, to see a new Scream movie, which apparently there's a new Scream yeah, movie yeah. coming out, uh-huh. so that was true to life. Talk about viral uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I saw these two guys sitting, or girls, I don't know, or maybe a guy and a girl, sitting in ghost face masks <laughs> in the audience, and I was like, oh, no. Wait, there's a I gotta dream get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it was yeah, yeah, it was just, at the Scream movie. Yeah, I was going to the movie theater. I was like, can't wait to see this new Scream movie. It's like two people dressed up as Ghostface here. I got to get out of here. Well, that's ridiculous. Tim, I hope if you do go to see the new Scream movie, you go in with the knowledge that you might see a few people wearing Ghostface masks. I don't think I don't think that should be allowed. Do you remember before Scream when that was just like a generic mask they sold at Halloween yeah. stores? Mm-hmm. Wow. Really nice thing. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm, besides going to movie theaters, Tom, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to when we get back to normal mm-hmm. and we go out and do stuff and we don't have to wear masks. Yeah. Because um, I really, I realize it's been almost two years. One since of the things I'm anybody, looking forward to once I don't have to wear a mask is wearing a ghost face mask. <laughs> no, no, no. Tom, it's been almost two years since I've said, Say it, don't spray it to anybody. Oh, yeah. You can't do that because, uh, one, I'm never near anybody, and two, they're wearing a mask. <laughs> they, they can't spray anything when they're wearing a well, mask. You could, you could say it to an anti-masker or something if they... Uh, That's true. <laughs> can't, I mean, or that, I ask for the news, not for the not for the weather. Right. I ask, I ask for the news, not a potentially deadly virus. <laughs> but, That's, yeah where i'm at okay we're uh, we're done here um <laughs> did you did you buy any books at the mcnally jackson no tim i was on my way to see a movie why would i read why would i buy a book i'm about to partake in uh, even better entertainment yeah tom i bought a book um there's a another bookstore mm-hmm. um i went there and i bought a book about uh very much right on time here mm-hmm. about making bread um so <laughs> I'll give you an update on my bread making adventures next week, Tom. Now so- it's March of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm like I'm currently in a like refusing to buy new books and new video games oh. until I uh, read and play. Bless you, the ones that I have. Thank you. Yeah, I understand that, but also like. Look, you're never going to read all the books that you've already bought. Well, I mean, I guess I'm rarely at a bookstore. I mean, it does happen sometimes where, like, I see a book and I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, I want to read that right away. Yeah. A lot of times. If you don't want to buy it, well, a lot of times what I do is I'll I'll steal books. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what the library is. Victimless crime. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the, the library doesn't ever have the books that you want, like new books, cool books. Yeah. Yeah. So just go pretend your local bookstore is a library and steal some books. Walk out of there with that. With that as long as you bring it back once you're yeah, done reading it. Yeah, or mostly don't. Or burn it. I say burn it. Burn <laughs> the evidence. <laughs> that That is a good idea. No, but I, I bought some, uh, like a handful of ebooks maybe because they were like on, you know, like very cheap sales where it's like a dollar or, or two or three bucks. 
Um, but yeah, otherwise, like, uh, if I'm at a bookstore and it's not a book where, I, where I think, oh, I'm going to start, I'm so excited. I'm going to read this today. I've been, uh, avoiding buying them. Yeah. Or if like the exception, I, I've been like that for a while, actually, just cause I've gotten burned so many times, uh, buying books. That I just don't read or, or don't read for a long time. The exception is if I'm at a used bookstore and they've got some good deals. Yeah, I don't like buying used books. I'm afraid somebody's like skin flaked off into them. But I also like getting books from the library, and I'm sure that has <laughs> oh, oh, just absolutely. as much people flaked off skin. Yeah. More yeah. people have held those books. Yeah. Plus, Tim, you you could buy a new book, and you don't know if somebody's you know flaking off some skin, uh, you know, as they're it's looking at the likely. rollers or whatever. So oh. I always take I always take a book from the back of the pot. If it's like a new book and they have yeah. many, oh, of course, yeah. I don't take the first, the, no. the top the one. The one everybody has been gonna leafing be through. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what? I even I don't even leaf through the first one. I reach all the way in the back and grab that one and leaf through it just to screw over somebody like you. Who's coming later? Well, I know those because sometimes I'll reach back there and it'll be uh, all greasy. I'll be like, oh, Tom, Tom already leafed through this one." Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I, I've I've seen you coming into the erotic art section of the bookstore <laughs> after me a few times. Tom, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you've read this book. I'm not sure if you know about this book. Um, oh, is this going to be the Bible again? <laughs> Yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, uh, I I think you should give it a shot, Tom. No, I want to know: Should I read this book? Um, I reserved it at the library, like mm-hmm. when I was looking for a new book to read, like three months ago. Just came due, or just came available. All of the Marvels. Do you know this book? Oh Tom? yeah, I. You know what? I have that book on hold too. Give it to me. Oh. No, I might do it. So it's a guy who like read, I think, literally every single Marvel comic. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, ten, um, uh, like five digits, uh, as like tens of thousands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I don't know. I just twenty-seven thousand plus. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you've heard good things. Uh, I actually haven't heard anything, but I saw the book and I and I was like, oh, that's interesting, especially because like Marvel does continuity. Marvel and DC do continuity a little bit differently. Right. Like DC frequently uh, kind of like resets everything and Marvel resets stuff, too. But uh, they try to make it so that like everything that has happened has happened. Right. So to the point where like it doesn't make sense, you know, where it's like, well, Peter Parker couldn't be 30 years old in present day and all these things could have happened to him in the last 12 years. But it's like the Simpsons in that way. Right. Um, The the author Douglas Wolk, Tom, already a point against this. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. it's uh, the largest continuous self-contained work of fiction ever created, which is, yeah. hey, 
Uh, that's what I would call the Bible, right? <laughs> Wait, Tim, I don't understand where you fall in the Bible right now. <laughs> um, all right, so maybe I'll read that book just to prevent you from getting it from the Brooklyn Public <laughs> Library. I just canceled. I had a book on hold, uh, Laser Writer 2, that I... Uh, 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 put on hold there and i couldn't wait i bought it i read it like uh, a couple of months ago now laser writer yeah what's that about lasers some it's kind about, of laser writer uh old printers tim and and this one is about a uh protagonist a young woman who works at TechServe in uh new york city the old uh oh, you're telling me the about apple this, store yeah. before the apple store right cool Hey, um, did you like it? I this did is, like it. Tom, this is the part of the show where it's just general book talk. Yeah, yeah. If it's book related, we can talk about it. Hey, you, you don't have to be defensive to me. Uh, I did like it, but it was a very like, um, uh, I don't read a lot of like modern literary type fiction. Mm-hmm. And this was like very much like, literary fiction in that there really was like almost no plot it was almost like a hang novel (laughs) where it's like you know the character we don't learn that much about her and it's like very obviously a uh uh you know pseudo autobiographic um uh you know protagonist um yeah we don't really know we don't we don't see like anything of her life before and then like the book ends when she leaves working that at that store so we don't see anything after it's written by tamara shopson yes who's Um, uh part uh uh uh, part of the shopson family that has that uh restaurant yeah kenny shopson's daughter yeah um, and she also, I believe, is the creator of the uh, five-year journal, Tom. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, by all accounts, an interesting person. <laughs> uh, I like the book, but I liked it because I'm like an Apple nerd. And this was like uh, an, a peek into Apple stuff like before I got into Apple stuff and especially like having worked at an Apple store I not only worked at an Apple store worked at uh, a few Apple stores in New York and and in New York City where we like sent people to tech serve when there was stuff we couldn't do but like really knew nothing about TechServe and how they operated. And then learned in right. this book that, uh, you know, Apple basically before they opened the stores, sent some employees and uh, some engineers to TechServe and were like, hey, we want to like sit in to like figure out how we can help you guys. And they were just taking notes to steal. Uh, oh, the idea. yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, Steve Jobs a visionary and uh eve jobs is uh the stunning model yeah tim i made you aware this week that steve jobs has a daughter named eve jobs and she is a bikini model 
and she won't just be quiet and be rich. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, if I was the, the the child of a billionaire, I'd just be like, all right, I don't need to do anything. But wouldn't you also want to be a model, especially when you're, I, you know, I think she's like 22. And it's like, look, pretty much any 22-year-old can be a model. <laughs> like, especially. <laughs> what? Like when you're 20, like well, most. You're just a filthy old man now. You're just like, oh, young blood. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like you're 22. You've got, you don't have to have another job at right. all. And it's like, oh, you're 22. You're already like in good shape. Like, yeah. Now you can justify like working out and getting a personal chef and being a you model. You do that anyway just because you're rich. Yeah, but then you want to show it off. Look, look what I did. You don't have to show anything. I have nothing to prove. I'm not like my dorky dad sitting behind a computer. Look at me. I'm wearing a bikini. Nobody's asking her to sit behind a computer. I just think modeling opportunities should go to poor people first. (laughs) They should be exploited. (laughs) <laughs> I know they should they should make the same money that Eve Jobs is making. I I doubt Eve Jobs is making uh much money as a model. Not because I bet Eve Jobs is making so much money as a model. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm sure it's just like, oh, well, you know, like she's got like representation that will ensure that she is very well compensated. Yeah. I mean, I guess you know, at the end of the day, do you feel like 90% of things are uh, money laundering schemes? Yeah. And I think that's <laughs> absolutely true. I think the the whole economy is just a, one big pyramid scheme. Cuz like I'm I'm looking at this picture and like she's an attractive woman, but like certainly not attractive enough that like if you were in the street you would be like, "Oh my god, that's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life." I mean that you don't need to be one of the most beautiful people to be a model. Tom. You do if you want to get signed to my agency, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and you do a lot of auditions, and not a lot of yeah. And lot I, of haven't found, make the cut. I haven't found the proper talent yet. But I'm on just, that note, I'm just saying she looks like you know, like an attractive college girl, and I just feel like that's one of those instances of like yeah there's some kind of like money laundering going on here with her where it's like look we can't just give you money but you know hey you're a pretty girl why don't we just uh say you're a model (laughs) right and meanwhile she's she's uh passing along schematics for the new iphone out the back door that's what she's doing yeah a lot of money in that she's she's on the phone with john samsung Here's the thing, Tom. I think we've established she doesn't need the money. Oh, you can always use more money, Tim. I suppose. There's Um, there's yet to be a rich person in history who's gone, eh, that's enough. (laughs) Well, she could be the first. Eve Jobs. Hey, you can do it. Yeah. Call Tom. He'll sign you to a (laughs) a modeling deal for for no money. I'll take her on a, a I know proba- this is, this is your way of lowballing her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Tom, as you well know, uh, my wife and I had a uh, bouncing baby boy a couple months ago. Yeah. I, I, Tim, I've told you, I think you should stop bouncing that baby. 
I don't think it's good I for love him. You. No, you, you, look, uh, he'll I tell know, us when he's I know you've out. said his head's soft, so it's fine, but. <laughs> you haven't met this boy yet, have you? I haven't met this boy yet. Uh, you, Thanks for you taking had, the initiative, Tom. Well, you had a baby at a bad time for, <laughs> for people outside your household to come uh, ooh and ah and, and it's true. tickle. Uh, maybe it's for the best, actually. <laughs> Tim, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna tickle that boy, and uh, wild horses wouldn't be able to drag me away. Um, well, hopefully the cops will be able to. <laughs> um, the uh, the thing that happens mm-hmm. when you have a baby, people, yeah. uh, Tom, you and many others bought mm-hmm. us books. Yeah. Um, f- ostensibly for the baby, the baby can't read yet. Yeah. Um. So I think we're meant to read these books to the baby. Right. He's two months old now. Well, He's not really. Well, don't read the book. I The book I bought you was for you, Tim. Madonna Sex. Oh, yeah. No, he, that's, that's his favorite one, Tom. No, Tim, that's for you. I know you've had your eye on it since the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, are those still available? I think we've looked this up many times, right? <laughs> yeah, like They go for like hundreds of dollars on eBay. Yeah. It's like, do you want to spend hundreds of dollars to just have a, a printed photograph of Madonna's boobs? You can get that anywhere. Mm, I mean, I don't have a printer, so I, <laughs> I can't really get it anywhere. I'll print them out for you. I only have a was, black and white me, laser printer, though. Was Vanilla Ice in that in that book? I don't think so. They, they had dated, but I think it was, it was maybe. They had dated, I believe, like a, a while before. You know, not a while, maybe like five years before. But yeah, I mean, I, I believe it had photos from like, uh, you know, different periods of her life. In 1992, Madonna released an erotic coffee table book called Sex. It featured Naomi Campbell, Isabella Rossellini, Big Daddy Kane, and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Um, whoa, you want to know what he said? What? I broke up with her after she printed that book because I was hurt to be an unwitting part of this slutty package. (laughs) All right. I mean, did he like like, sign his like photo rights away? I mean, (laughs) I don't understand. He thought the book was, quote, disgusting and cheap. He said... Quote, we were in a relationship, yet it looked like she was screwing all these other people. (laughs) (laughs) He also thought that their intimate photos were just theirs to keep. I thought she was taking pictures and running around naked because she was like that. Then the book came out, and I was so embarrassed and ashamed. She threw me in like I was a product off a shelf, and I didn't appreciate it. That was it, and I ended it. And she didn't have sex with these men, but it looked like she was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, once he broke up with her, I don't think he, he could say that definitively. <laughs> um, yeah, what an idiot. What a loser. <laughs> uh, like I said, just, he's, he certainly had to have, like, signs for them to print it. <laughs> yeah, no, you could have... Read the contract, nude pictures, sells nude pictures of you. Yeah. Is he nude um, in it? I would imagine. Mm. Well, let's let's fire up the old Google and search for. This is an episode ice. about children's books, Tom. <laughs> Vanilla Ice nude. Safe search off. 
Got to turn right. that safe search off. I broke up with great lover Mc, uh, Madonna over her <laughs> Are you going to call bucket? her McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McDonald's is a great lover. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's naked in this, Tim. I'm just seeing oh. other pornos on this uh, computer screen right now. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll never know unless one of us finally ponies up the few hundred dollars to get this book. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Tom, we 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 received a lot of books. Do you know? I don't remember what book you got. You got for him. Um, I forget because uh, my girlfriend Laura picked it out. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we have it written down. It might be one of these, Tom. I'm going okay. through some of the books. I want to know your opinion. There's a lot of books. Okay. A lot of children's books are complete garbage. A lot of them are classics, and then you read them, and you're like, what's going on with this book? This is a classic? <laughs> I could have written this. Um, I want your help. Okay. Um, do you think I should read these to my son? Do you think these will be beloved in our household? Number one, Tom, The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. You know this book? I do, but I feel like that was not a book that. Oh man, they that picture of <laughs> they should not put that. So picture. big on the back of the book too. Yeah, it takes up Taking almost. Taking it out, scare a child. Yeah, that's like his picture. Hold that next to your head for a second. There, it's like it's, yeah, a, it's like almost the same size. size. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I mean, I'm sure his head. Would, I'm sure this is like one tenth the size of his actual head. <laughs> And like the picture, like the expression on his face is like somebody yelled his name. He went, huh? And they took a picture and they were like, all right, that's fine. I think it's the only picture I've ever seen of him. It's like on all his books. It's all yeah. everywhere online when you look him up. Um, Tom, this guy mm-hmm. lived a, like he wrote Where the Sidewalk Ends and right. in the Attic. All those classic. He also was like a, a regular at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, man. This guy, this guy did like it all. A, adult cartoons and stuff. Oh, hopefully he, um, he didn't appear in uh, Madonna's sex appearing to screw her. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no. He, if he hadn't died two years earlier, I'm sure <laughs> he would have liked to participate. He did uh, estimate in his uh, autobiography that he slept with hundreds, perhaps thousands of women. Wow. So maybe Madonna was one of them. Remember in the 90s, um, like every night on late night talk show <laughs> monologues, there would be Damn, we're talking a, about a joke Chamberlain? about <laughs> there would be a joke about Madonna having sex with, with, with uh, Madonna being a uh, promiscuous woman. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, oh, he, uh... Eh, never mind. Uh, Shel <laughs> Silverstein estimated he slept with hundreds, perhaps thousands of women, so Madonna must have been in there, right? Like, uh, Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of jokes about that where like Madonna yeah. was the punchline. Yeah. Um yeah, he uh he Tom, he lived on a houseboat in Sausalito <laughs> and also had homes in Martha's Vineyard, Greenwich Village, and Key West. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that like uh I gotta write cool books? Yeah. Started having sex with thousands of women. So do you know this book, The Giving Tree? I'm aware of it, but that was not like a, a book in my like childhood repertoire. So I'm no, not I'm not familiar mine. with it. I'm aware of it, but not familiar. Let me tell you the story of. You're not going to read the whole. I'm not going to read it. No, I'm I not mean gonna, you're I, pulling Tom, it out like you're going to read the whole thing. 
I mean, I just have it here. I you're, want you to see. You're patting your There's lap a bunch like, of like I should come sit there <laughs> so you can read the book to me. First of all, it's all just like line drawings in here, and I think that's cool, but I don't know how compelling that's going to be for a baby. Yeah. Was... Once there was a tree. Yeah. So there's a tree, um, and she loved a little boy. Mm-hmm. The and tree a little did. boy would come. Yeah. So the, the tree is like personified in this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the boy would come and play with her. She was really happy. He'd like climb up her trunk and like uh, swing on her branches, and uh, she was happy. The kid was happy. Uh, he would eat her the apples from the tree. Um, basically, he's like, "Oh, this is great. This kid's around." Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, the boy started to grow up. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, the tree was so happy. It's like, the tree, she's like, oh, he's eating my apples. He's sleeping in my shade. He's climbing mm. on me. Like, this is fun. He's, um, and he grew up. And then uh, he wasn't around so much anymore. And mm. the tree kind of got sad. The boy was like, hey. He came back, and the tree was like, hey, do you want to climb on me? You want to, like, uh, swing on my branches and stuff? He's like, nah, I'm old. I need I need money now. Do you have any <laughs> money? And the tree's like, nah, I don't have money. But I have apples. Here. Yeah. Take my apples. Go sell them. Then you'll have money. Mm. And so the kid, the, the boy does that. He's like a teen at this point. Mm. And uh, the, the, then he left for a while. He came back, like, years later. And uh, the tree was like, hey, buddy, oh, it's great to see you. Why don't you, like, climb on me and, like, uh, swing mm-hmm. on my branches and stuff? And he's like, no, 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 I need a house. I can't. And so she's like, oh, just take my branches. Just, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, so he takes the branches. He goes oh, yeah, and builds a house. shitty branch house. Yeah. <laughs> Some, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so the, the Abe Lincoln... Built his Abe house Lincoln, out of branches. He, <laughs> he lived in a log cabin, not a branch cabin. Then he was gone for a long time, and he came back. Uh, he was an old man, mm-hmm. and he, uh, the, oh, he like, needed hey, a cane. You want to play? Now he's like, uh, no, I'm very sad. I'm too old and sad to play. He says. <laughs> um, he's like, I want a boat that'll carry me far, far away. And so the tree, uh, she's like, say it. Ah. His crimes yeah, were starting to catch up with him. He needed to get yeah, out of yeah. town. Cut down my trunk and uh, make a boat out of it. So he did. He mm-hmm. sailed away, and then he came back, and now he's really fucking old. He's been <laughs> gone for, like, years again. And, uh, the, and, the, and the tree was just like, look, man, I'm just a stump now. I'm sorry. I got, I got nothing to give you. I got problems um, of my own. And the guy's like, I'm too old and weak here. All I need is a quiet place to sit and rest. And then the tree was like, yeah, man, I'm a stump now. Sit on on me and rest. Mm. And the tree was happy. And the guy died? I guess on the stump. Where they just show it ends with him just like he, he put his hat down on the ground. Oh, my God. He's self-emolulating. Immolating. Immolating. Um, and what does that teach book, kids? Um, that life's sad. I think that life's sad, and that like, um, just keep asking your parents for shit, and, and uh, <laughs> they'll be sad most of the time. But, but like, give if it you to just you. come, they'll give it to you, and like, if you just hang around for a few minutes, they'll be happy temporarily until you leave again. Um, 
Well, that yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't read that. Your kid's gonna learn the wrong thing. But also, like, who knows? Like, I mean, this kid's two months old now. Even if he's like five, in, 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 I guess five years from now, um, <laughs> is he gonna be like, oh, here's the lesson I learned from that book? He'll just maybe be like, no, it'll it's become book so about a tree. deeply ingrained in his brain to just take everything he can from you. Also, that old man sucks. If if you're friends with a talking tree, hang out with it some more. Yeah, but what if it's the tree from Adventureland from the haunted house that just goes, oh, I wouldn't go in there if I were you. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd love to be friends with that tree. That tree was trying it's, to do us a favor going in. Tim, I finally, wa- at, I finally uh, watched uh, Good Time recently. Uh, the uh, Safdie brothers. Yeah, the the hey, the movie that was anything but. Yeah, well, what did you think? Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great, but but I was reminded of the uh, Adventureland stuff. Yeah, so Adventureland is a low rent mm-hmm. amusement park Although on Long Island near. I've heard it's gotten a lot nicer lately. By from who? John Adventureland. <laughs> from John. Adventureland. John Adventure. No, to the point where I was kind of surprised that they like signed off. I'm like, yeah, well, well, you can shoot your fucking movie about a bunch of drug addicts and bad people. And yeah, they, were they hiding in the haunted house? Well, they weren't hiding. They were trying to find the money that's uh, that oh, the right. guy had thrown in the haunted house. So he yeah. had they had to you know hop the fence and go in there at night. Yeah. I feel like the way that those guys make money, make movies, they might not have asked for permission to film there. I mean, most of the movie, they did not. They either didn't ask for permission or like ask for permission for like one space and then use like, you know, a five block radius around it. Or they were like, yeah, you guys can have the space. You can shut it. You can like shut this mall down. They were like, no, nah, we're not going to shut it down. No, keep it open. We're just going <laughs> to shoot in here with real people. Yeah. Um, You know, there are adults that don't know about like uh, extras and movies. They think that just like <laughs> the movies are like the people in the background are just real people going about their day. Sometimes they are. I was yeah. I was going to say that happened to me once, but I was thinking about the time I was on Google Maps. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> One time I was in a uh, a Michael J. Fox movie <laughs> a in, Michael... a cr- in a crowd scene. Uh, intentionally or unintentionally? They said, uh, like I was at a, uh, there was a book fair that they shut down uh, some streets in Manhattan for okay. when I was a kid. And uh, there was a lady there being like, "Everybody, keep moving! They're filming from the from the top of that building. Like, uh-huh. keep moving! You have to keep moving." And we did. And then uh, I recently saw the movie Life with Mikey. You ever see that movie, Tom? Uh, I don't think I have actually. I'm aware. And I of saw it, that but... shot. There was some other like it was supposed to be some other festival. Yeah. But it was like a part of Fifth Avenue, uh, full of people walking around in the street. And one of those people was like six year old, seven year old Tim. Wow, hopefully they'll remaster it in 8K. Yeah. Um, so basically, I, I've, I've, sorry, continue. Well, I'm hoping that the Alamo Draft House will do like a revival and get the the, the original film, um, <laughs> and I and I can go in there and steal it. 
Um, I was going to say, so basically you explained, right, you know how some idiots don't know everybody in a movie is an extra, and then you explained <laughs> a time you were in a movie where you weren't an extra. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was from far away. It's like when people think, like, uh, there's a... You know, sorry, there's a baby here. Tom says hi. <laughs> there, there, there's a baby. Oh, he's looking at the mic. Oh, he's a natural. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you talk into the mic? Hello there. Oh my god. <laughs> no, his voice sounds like this. Hello. <laughs> Hello <laughs> he's, he's looking at me. Look at yeah, that. Look at Tom. Look at Tom. This is this is great well, that, audio. That's, this is that's, Tom seeing a baby for the first time. That's too close. I've seen the baby before. You've you've had the baby on on FaceTime before. Yeah. Um I, I still don't think you should have given that baby its own phone yet, but <laughs> Um Do you think I'll ever give this baby a phone? <laughs> I think you'll give that baby a phone way earlier than you think you will. Yeah, I'm probably going to be pressured. And also, like, already, Tom, mm -hmm. I'll tell you something about this kid. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this kid's not going to know about screens. This yeah. kid isn't going to, like, watch TV until he's, like, seven. Mm -hmm. um, he cries sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he gets cranky. Uh, so Just like uh, his old man. Yeah. And what I realized is, like, he now, like, will look at the TV and stop crying, even though, like, he can't <laughs> process anything that's yeah. happening. And I'm, like, there have been times where he's, like, been fussy and crying, and I'll turn on the TV, so he'll just look at And he just likes the lights and shapes and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's more interesting but, than like, you. It, it certainly is more interesting than Tom. <laughs> it, there's a reason I spend, you know, five hours a day in front of the TV and not in front of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, with my own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> um, but this really makes me realize. Uh, as like even when like as soon as like he can understand Sesame Street, I'll be like, "Hey, how would you like to watch eight <laughs> hours of Sesame Street today?" <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that that my my niece is three years old now, and and her parents were like, uh, they're very strict about TV and stuff. But like anytime I've babysat. Like, if it's like, I need to go to the bathroom, it's like, here, I put on the Mets game. <laughs> you can just watch <laughs> that for a little, for like 10 seconds so I can pee. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's making noises, Tom. I can it's hear natural. him. Oh, oh he, I think he's trying to lick the microphone now. He's breathing into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's your debut. You're doing great, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, his his bath is being prepared. He's almost ready. He, Tom, you're giving me the get this baby out of here <laughs> signal. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving you the, the hand motions. Wrap it up on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking one finger and dragging it very slowly across your neck. And taking the other finger and pointing at your, your infant son. <laughs> well, guess what, Tom? This baby's not going anywhere. <laughs> He's going to sit in for every episode the entire time from now on. And if you don't like it... Hey, hold on. I'm yelling, I'm yelling at your Uncle Tommy. <laughs> I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at this man. Things went south. <laughs> All right, Tom, sorry about that. Um, 
we we stopped I, and you yelled at me for for a good 45 well, minutes. Well, I yelled at you too because I don't think you should have screamed at your baby like that. <laughs> I mean, that went that, it you. didn't seem you to misunderstood. be misunderstood. If nothing else, it didn't seem to be working. It seemed to just make him more upset. Tom, here's another uh book about a pretty fucked up relationship. Okay. Uh, do you know this book, The Runaway Bunny? Uh, I don't think I do. It's by Margaret Wise Brown, with pictures by Clement Hurd. Oh, but she wrote Good Night Moon, right? Oh, did she? Yeah. I think it's on the back of that oh, book. Oh, the font, the font is the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you saw it in the thing that I'm holding. Oh, yeah, yeah. She wrote Good Night Moon, which is everyone's favorite bedtime book. Yeah. So this one's about a bunny. This is everybody's favorite cool. runaway book. Yeah, this is the pictures are cool because they're all they're like in black and white. Yeah. Um, for part of the story, mm-hmm. and then every couple pages, there's like a big Ooh, yeah. cool color one, like a, a centerfold, a centerfold <laughs> spread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and more of this. This is just the regular pictorial, and uh-huh. then boom, boom, va va va, boom. So, yeah, so this little bunny, yeah, wanted to run away, and so he told his mom, he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna run away," mm-hmm. and the mom is just like, "Well, if you run away, I'm gonna I'm gonna run after you, cause you're my little bunny, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's sweet, makes sense." But then this bunny, this little bunny, mm-hmm. starts being such a prick to his mom. He's like, "If you if you run after me, I'm gonna become a fish, and I'll swim away from you." And so the mom is just like, well, if you become a fish and swim away from me, I'm going to become a fisherman and I'll fish for you. Yeah. And then he's like, well, if you're going to fish for me, uh, I'm going to become a rock um, mountain so you can't get me. And she's like, I'll become a mountain climber. And this keeps going on and on. Mm. If I was the mom here, I'd be like, (laughs) look, first of all, none of this is ever going to happen. You can't turn into something else. Yeah. And I'm not just going to keep having to be clever um, and and also have to turn into something else to come get you. I'm your mom. I'm taking care of you. You're not going to run away. You shouldn't run away. You'll you'll die out there if you run away. The world is not kind to a little bunny. You think you're going to turn into a fish? You're not going to turn into a fish. This world will chew you up and spit you out. Well, I got I got two two points about that. First off, there's a world where bunnies can talk. So who's to say what they can't do? Well, Tom, the bunnies can talk to each other the way that bunnies can talk to each other now <laughs> in the real world. Uh, and the second one is we we could we wouldn't be we wouldn't understand this conversation if we were Margaret Wise Brown. She's privy to these things, right? But... She understood this one time. Mm-hmm. At least this one time, but also I think I think that's just a book about like uh, like your parents love you no matter what, and they'll take care of you no matter what. Yeah, even if you <laughs> Which seems try like, to run. A- seems like you a, really want to these- ingrain in your kid like my my love is conditional. <laughs> Stay in line. No, it's not conditional, but like the giving tree is just like take and take and take. Yeah, and. uh and your parents will love it. And like this is just like, hey, keep running away from them and go to great length. They'll follow you to take yeah. care of you. And then at the end, this little bunny says, shucks, I might as well just stay where I am and be your little bunny. And then uh, he did. And the, the mother bunny says, have a carrot. 
So, I mean, I guess you want to teach kids that they can rely on you. Your parents need to provide <laughs> safety and st- stability for them, right? right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll keep the runaway bunny, but I'll explain. Like, look, now that now that you've now that you're privy to this conversation between these two bunnies, you don't have to pull that shit with me. Like, now you know you shouldn't run away, right? And that you can rely on me. I don't want to have to go through maybe, this whole well, conversation. Well, maybe that's the point of the book. That it's like, yeah. uh, you know, don't don't even think, hey, don't even think about it. Because yeah. uh, look at what will happen. I'll, I'll track you down anyway. Yeah. And if you think this this bunny, this mother bunny is persistent, guess what? I have so many more resources at my disposal <laughs> than one fucking bunny. Yeah, you, you have a car, for God's sake. Uh, yeah. A car, you got a Metro card. Yeah, you can... Should yeah. I put an air tag on my baby at all times? <laughs> Casey wanders off. I don't think it's necessary. I've been thinking about like uh, air tags because uh, I put it. I, I put it on like my Christmas list as like an idea for mm-hmm. me. But then I thought, like, oh, what the fuck am I even gonna put these things on? What what do I lose that's valuable enough to put this thing on? Well, eventually we're all going to start like going places again, hopefully. <laughs> that's true. Um, in which case, like it might be helpful to like throw it in your bag. If, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's really the only thing I could think of is like my bag and my keys, but I don't really take my keys out of my pocket except at home. Yeah. But I have a place for my keys by the door and that's just always where my keys are. I read and well, that's a, that's a good system you have there, Tom. That's <laughs> number one. Very good. Um, Number two, I read an article that, like, look, I think Apple is a bad company mm-hmm. um, in that, like, all major corporations are, yeah, are bad. Yeah. And, you don't like, become a trillion-dollar yeah. company without... <laughs> Two trillion-dollar company now, from no, what I understand. No, three trillion. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, like, sometimes there's gotcha stories that... Um, are just like people are using air tags mm-hmm. um, to stalk people. Like they're they're yeah. putting it on, like hiding it on somebody's car. Look, I've seen movies. They've had tracking devices that you can hide on someone's car forever. Apple didn't invent invent that. Yeah, there was just one uh, today about uh, like some uh, <clears throat> like uh, model. I think maybe even a Victoria's Secret model who like posted like a uh, Instagram stories about like. That she got like a message that a, a air tag had been following her, so she like found it in her coat and thinks like somebody put it in her coat to stalk her, and was like furious about it. But it's like, but the reason why you know about that is because it alerts you <laughs> if somebody right. does that, and like, you know, I I think these things are pretty new, so maybe idiots using them don't know that yet. But as the word gets out, people will realize, oh, this actually isn't a good thing to track somebody with. Let me go on Amazon, buy something for half the price. <laughs> that will do it much yeah. better. Head down to the spy, your local spy store. Head down to your local spy to, store or spy museum. No, I mean, that was, I saw that they were, somebody was pointing out that they're like, yeah, there are things that are more expensive, but that like use GPS, straight up GPS. So they'll work anywhere. Um, and it's just like, oh, but those you don't buy at an Apple store. So somebody has to go out of their way. But also when somebody uses that, a message doesn't come up on your phone about it. Right. Um, that said, Tom. 
Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to use this for an affair. Maybe just pranks. Like I'd like to put one on your car and just uh you know, when you're on uh vacation or whatever you drive, mm-hmm. it'd be I'll be like, Hey, how's I ninety five in Maryland? <laughs> well that's what actually uh like uh I got a new iPad a few months ago, the iPad mini. And I always forget that I have it set up for like, tell me if I leave this somewhere. So now every time I do go on like a road trip or something like, you know, uh, we went to Pennsylvania for Christmas. Uh, Every time I went to like the bathroom and a rest stop, my phone's blowing up like you left your iPad, you idiot. (laughs) Like, it's fine. Relax. It's in the car. You should know what the car is. I get an Apple car. We often get married. Yeah, we get we get angry that this happens but i would also get angry if like i'd be freaked out if this knows it's in a car <laughs> yeah i mean i could just turn it off too tom one last book that i want to go over with you okay it's by dr by dr swice Swiss. it's it's seuss um like mother goose yep dr seuss like mother goose Tom, this is the Lorax, mm-hmm. starring Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, you talked about the Lorax not that long ago. Yeah, I mean, we were gonna, we were gonna. This was this episode of Books the podcast was going to be recorded the day that my son was actually born. Right, we had to cut this recording short. This recording session short. You were furious. You were like, oh, I wanted to I... talk about the Lorax. Yeah, tell that little shit to wait. Is yeah. What he said. Have it at home. We almost did, Tom, because uh, <laughs> I was stalling so much so we could record some episodes. Um, you ever read the Lorax? Not in a long time. I don't remember it being that thick. Yeah, it's freaking long, and it's got like some Doctor Seuss books uh, have a lot of words in them that are not just like "I am Sam, Sam I am," like this like i'll read the first page at the far end of town where the grickle grass grows and the wind smells slow and sour when it blows and no birds ever sing excepting old crows is the street of the lifted lorax right like mm-hmm. first of all where are some of these words am i right <laughs> grickle grass come on so anyway uh it's this kind of like uh, dystopian hellscape yeah um and they're like, hey, this is where the Lorax was, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, what's the Lorax? All right, well, you have to you have to find out. You have to go to this building, and uh, there's a guy named the the Onceler there, mm-hmm. and he lives on top of this building. He's a real piece of shit. It seems like you have to like <laughs> uh, beg him. You can't knock on his door. He stays at the at the top, um, and if and if you pay him, he lets down a a, a, a tin pail. Mm-hmm. Um. And you, well, this is how you pay. I mean, you have to put in uh, fifteen cents in a nail. I, part of me thinks that's because it, it rhymes, pale. Yeah, um, it might. That might be why. Yeah, and then he sends down this phone thing, and he whispers the story of the Lorax. And so this onceler is a piece of shit, right? Because like, <laughs> Tom, look how nice and colorful uh, this land used to be with like colorful trees. It's like got green grass. And, yeah, like, it looks great. Looks like a place trees. anybody'd love to live. Exactly. 
uh, truffle trees were at the top. And uh, the onceler came, and he's like, oh, this is great. And there's all these little brown bears in there and shit. Yeah, yeah and like cute little guys. happy fish. And uh, the onceler's like, oh, cool. I know what I'll do. I'll chop down all these trees. Oh, come on, man. And then I'll make shit out of them. Yeah, don't do and, that. And uh, we chopped down a tree, and then this guy, this Danny DeVito-looking guy, <laughs> Lorax comes out, and the Onceler's like, hey, what, 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 are you, uh, what are you? And he's like, hey, I'm the Lorax. I speak for the trees. And basically, he's just like, hey, don't don't cut down my trees. And, and the Onceler's like, ah, oh, no, I made this cool shirt. Or it's, it's a... It's a find something that all people need. Um, and like, basically, it's like, no, nobody needs this shit. He's cutting down trees to make shit that nobody needs. And the Lorax is like, please don't do that. Who, who wants a wooden shirt, too? No, it turns it. It's like, it's this whimsical. It's, yeah, it's kind of like cotton. Yeah. They're using the, I top was of, the tops of the trees. It's a, it's a shirt. It's a sock. It's a glove. It's a hat. But it has other uses far beyond that. You can use it for carpets, for pillows, for sheets, or curtains, or covers for bicycle seats. I mean, all that seems kind of useful. They say it's useless. (laughs) Anyway, um, this guy, the Wunzlers, um, keep keep growing their business because these things are selling like hotcakes. They're cutting down all the trees. The Lorax keeps coming back. That's the question. Yeah, the the, the people, they need their needs. Oh, they're called Thneeds, the things. Okay. Um, The Lorax keeps coming, and he's like, look, these bears are getting sick and shit. Um, oh, like, yeah. You gotta, you gotta stop cutting down these trees. You're you're ruining things. And he's like, no, business is business. So he keeps building bigger and bigger factories and cutting down all the trees, and the Lorax keeps coming back, and he's like, look, these birds now are all fucked up because you're, you're cutting <laughs> down the trees. Oh, yeah, they look like uh, drunk or something. Yeah, uh, and they have all these machines that are making shirts and stuff, I guess. Well, that part's um, and the Lorax cool. is just like, you gotta stop. Look, you, they, they're putting poop into the water and all oh. the fish are fucking swimming. Like, well, some of those fish are them. getting out of the water. It's so bad. Yeah. Hey, you know things are bad in the water when a fish would prefer to be <laughs> in the air. It's true. Um, And then... uh. The, the, this guy keeps getting madder and madder at the Lorax, and he's like, get the fuck out of here. And then... Uh, <laughs> wow, these... <laughs> yeah, the Lorax uh, lifted himself by the seat of his pants. And I'll never forget the grim look on his face when he heisted himself and took leave of this place through a hole in the smog without leaving a trace. So this guy cuts down all the trees, turns this beautiful land into a shithole. Mm-hmm. The Lorax... Is uh, is like begging him to stop, and then like all the the animals die or leave, and then the Lorax is like, "All right, um, I'm leaving too." And now the Onceler just lives in this dystopian hellscape, um, that he ruined. So that that that'll teach your son not to open up a factory and like strip mine. Yeah, it doesn't seem relevant. <laughs> I mean, you gotta wait till he's at least a few years old before he. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any capital to start a factory. Tom. Well, Tim, but nowadays capital's cheap. He could take out some loans. He could talk to some VCs. That's true. I think you know, for the the 
next couple of years at least, I'll have to co-sign on any loans. <laughs> right. You know what's messed up, Tom? Mm-hmm. This kid gets more mail for, than I do um, <laughs> because he gets all these bills from the insurance company. Yeah. Because um, like he's under uh, the insurance. But like, this is dystopian, right? That like, this kid gets like many pieces of mails being like, many pieces of mail that with with letters that say like you owe us money you <laughs> 6 day old baby yeah well yeah. but tim i still say that baby shouldn't have taken out all those loans in the first place uh the onceler um, i don't know at the why end he of this, needed all that stuff yeah cars expensive uh, cars fancy houses <laughs> Flashy clothes. Plastic surgery, yeah. Um, the Wunzler says at the end, he says, now that you're here, the word of the Lorax seems perfectly clear. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. So, Tom, mm-hmm. start giving a shit, all right? Number one, mm-hmm. stop cutting down all those trees. Mm-hmm. Number two, stop pooping in the lake. The fish swim in there. Number three, uh, no more factories. I'll you think did try about to turn our, our our shared apartment into a factory one time by ordering a big <laughs> industrial sized laser. Yeah, I did, but then you did turn our our next apartment into a factory by uh, having our friend Amy uh, screen print uh, stuff in the basement. She screen print, screen printed our merch. Yeah. For free. Well, I didn't say it was a bad factory, Tim. Let that be a lesson. Yeah. Not all factories are bad. Yeah. Anyway, Tom. Uh, maybe, maybe the Lorax was making Complete Guide merch, and, it, and it's fine. We should get some uh, Complete Guide needs <laughs> to sell this. That's, that's, that's the Oh, the people that we sell. Oh, okay. Sure. Tom, keep up. Jesus Christ. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to explain look, books. I'm trying to, to give you an idea of what your, uh, uh, what's your son? Two and a half months old now? Yeah, about that. I'm trying to give you an idea of what he could follow along with. Okay. <laughs> by <laughs> by acting like a two-month-old baby yourself? Yeah. Uh, I'm about to start wailing. I'm about to start uh, scream crying until you give me a bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't our that wasn't the finest moment of books the podcast, I guess. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um all right, Tom. Well, um I think we should get back to to normal books. We should get back to normal moving books. Forward. Yeah. Um who's reading the next one, me or you? I forget whose turn it is. Yeah, we'll look that up. We'll get a we'll yeah. get a poll up. But let's let's get one of these moving post haste. Yeah. Leave a comment uh, if you remember whose turn it was. <laughs> I mean, I think one of us could look it up. Well, one of us could, but we we won't. Yeah. So tell us whose turn it was, and then we'll yeah we'll get a poll Sound up. Sound off we'll, in the comments. Whose turn is it? We'll start reading like it's our job because in a way it yeah. is. You're paying for it. Yeah. Um. Hey, everybody. Um. Thank you for being a patron. We love you very much. Um, I'm glad you all got to meet my son today. Yeah, sorry, sorry, he got so upset by the experience. Yeah, he was, I mean, he does that a lot. It's fine. <laughs> Tim, you told me you've never heard your son cry before tonight. <laughs> oh my! God. No, that's because I usually I, I wear earplugs. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being patrons. You told them we love them. 
Yeah, Tom. Why All don't right. you ever listen to me I, when I talk? I, I block that word out <laughs> when I hear it. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's something beyond the scope of what we, uh, <laughs> we can unpack I'm here. I'm physically incapable of hearing it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week.